You're now tuned into Mikey Check Check, my check waifu waifu. Trap house tell is that you? We literally in a trap house. That's it. This is the end of this is the end of this location. Tomorrow we out of here. Hey, this is episode ninety nine of my check waifu waifu. Before the big one hundred, um, one hundred is gonna be a live episode. I'm excited for that. Hopefully we can get that going. It's going to be on our YouTube. So make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's a mic check waifu waifu on YouTube. You'll find us just subscribe to us there. But this is episode 99. And as always, it's brought to you by Lou Complex. Make sure you go to lubecomplex.com and use that offer code waifu to save on your entire cart. Shout out to Lou Complex. They got some heat. Always. Some heat, bro. It's just uh, this new chain line. It looks amazing. So. Shout out to Lou Complex for for going and dropping that sweet, sweet, sweet gear. Now, it's also brought to you by our Patreon producers, Aaron Brown, Connor, explicitly, Monique Williams, Shanti, and Treezus. Thank y'all so much for supporting us at the producer level, which is the weeb tier on Patreon.com. You get early access to our bonus podcast. Oh, well, access. I should say to our bonus podcast, the after story, as well as early access to the video version of this show where you can see tells a new, uh, new location, temporary location until he gets to the H H time. Right. <laughs> oh, you already got a number change too. She got the two, eight, one two. Damn. Y'all doing it like that. I'm not changing my number. Of course. Of course. Uh, but Monique always, like, I think she's always had her number changed. So yeah, Monique is Monique is two, eight, one right now. Um, and then I'm still two one six. Of course, you always gonna be two one six. That's it. That's what's gonna be for me too. So, man, let's talk about it, man. So, what, what's going on right now over on that side? If you're looking at the video version, his house is empty. It's like nothing there. <laughs> it's today has been a struggle. Like I said, bro. Um, <laughs> first, uh, we was up mad early cleaning, making sure everything was good. Our move was supposed to be here at twelve twelve p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at one thirty, I called them and said, yo, where y'all at? Um, (laughs) (laughs) and he was like, I meant to give you a phone call. Uh, and I'm sorry I didn't, but uh, when I got there, they didn't have your crate or your U-box ready, you know, cause we we ordered a pot. So he said, they didn't have your U-box ready. So instead of just waiting for it, you know, I got these other jobs done in the meantime. So I didn't fall behind. Mm, So, So I'm like, you know what? That's cool. Uh, what time you think you'll be here? He said, I'll try and be there around three. Jesus. And I'll, I'll give you a call, you know, if anything happened. So three come around. I'm like, all right, it's three o'clock. I don't see him nowhere. I wait until like 3.30. Still don't see nothing. So Monique, like, you should probably call him. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm about to. Don't you worry. Uh, I call him. He goes straight to voicemail. I'll call him right back. No and it starts ringing. And I'm just like, I bet. So I call U-Haul and bro, U-Haul themselves ain't bad. U-Haul is making mad accommodations for me, mm-hmm. doing everything right. It was the movers. The movers are trash. <laughs> uh, I, I will literally never not move it myself ever again. Um, so we paid for the movers like $200. So it wasn't that bad. Uh, but 
they basically refunded that to me because we canceled that. We went and got a U-Haul truck ourselves and mm. I started moving the stuff myself. Now the U-Haul truck had to be back by 1115, which is actually fairly soon. So, uh, wait, so why did you need the U-Haul truck? Because they were supposed to, the movers were supposed to bring the pod to us. We were supposed to load the pod. Oh. They were supposed to take the pod back to U-Haul and then U-Haul would ship it to Houston. So you had to take the truck to the U-Haul spot. All right. Fill up the pod yourselves. So that's not even that. We ain't even done yet. Polo, hold up. Oh, so no. Because we had to go to the U-Haul, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we have to get the U-Haul back by 1115. We get to, we pull up to the U-Haul. It's already closed. It closes at eight, but we have an access number. So that, that should give us the U-Haul uh, box number. Mm-hmm. So we get there. Why I get there, we don't have a U-Box at all. They don't even have a number for our U-Box. So basically what the what the mover was talking about, that they didn't have a U-Box ready for me, was true. And it just wasn't a U-Box there. Oh, so shit. So I, I call customer service. They're like, oh, yeah, your U-Box number should be here, but I don't see one. And I'm like... Only in Florida. Okay. But bro, it's trash. <laughs> so wait, just, just hear me out. So I'm like, we got to get this truck back and it's going to be an extension fee. Or something like that. I call U Haul. They're like, no, we'll extend it for you tomorrow, up to tomorrow, until um, 10 o'clock. U Haul opens at 7. Um, and, you know, you just go there and if they don't have a number for you. They'll just give you one. I'm like, all right, bet that's what I need. Cause I need to get in there, get my fucking box, and then load my stuff. So I got to be at U Haul at 7 o'clock to load our U box. And then after that, I think we're just going to leave. Like, that's what that's wrap for. We're up out of here. Head straight to Texas. Yikes. Because Monique was like, we should just get a hotel and just stay there for them. Like, I'm going to be real with you. If we paying for a hotel, I'd rather not just sit around. Like, I'd rather get that hotel halfway to Houston or mm-hmm. in Houston or something like that. Just yeah. go ahead and be on the move because I'm just ready to get moving at this point. We've been sitting around right. too long. I feel that, man. That's, oof. I am dreading it, but. Nah, it it really ain't that bad. Like when we moved from North Carolina to here, it was mad smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the issue was was like this just started off on the wrong foot. Right, right. To be honest, man, I I'm probably just gonna take the computer saber and like a bag of clothes. For me, we we really not taking that much. Like we got stuff. Like our U box is full of stuff, but it's really like. The stuff we take, we ain't taking no furniture, basically. Mm-hmm. No furniture, actually. Yeah. Because we just going to buy furniture when we get there. We ain't, So we ain't taking no furniture. We ain't even taking our ba- our bed or mattress or nothing, our box frame, none of that. Damn. We take it. Only thing I'm taking, I got my computer, clothes, my desk, and a few other miscellaneous items. There's really not that much. Like our air fryer, like small appliances, nothing big. Right, right. So like, our our truck is basically full of like like photos, memorabilia, kind mm-hmm. of stuff, plates. It's nothing big. And the kids stuff, I'm sure. The, the kids got more stuff. Yeah, right. Do. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's how that go. Wow, man. Wow. Well, I'm glad it's finally on the move and you getting up out of there, man. That's a <sighs> it's exciting. I promise you. <laughs> I promise you it's mad exciting. You have no idea. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. So, um, I'm gonna talk to you a little bit off air because I'm gonna need some uh, some advice. But anyway, 
All right, man. This is an anime podcast where we talk about anime. Uh, mostly. <laughs> mostly. Since we recording on a Friday, which is way early than we usually do, and not a lot of stuff released that that is a part of our current weekly watches. We got a lot of questions from Twitter that we're going to go ahead and answer. And in the second half of the show, we're going to review a non-anime using the Mike Check Waifu Waifu review scale. So shout out to Philip J. Woodward for uh, putting this idea out there and having us. Uh, we're actually going to review Invincible, um, which is a cartoon, obviously. So <laughs> we're going to review that using the Mike Check Waifu Waifu scale. So stay tuned for that. We're also going to uh, answer a bunch of Twitter questions. So. Thank y'all so much for doing that for us because we needed it because <laughs> we, we ain't got we ain't got much to watch or much we've watched this week. So I guess we'll start off with uh, the do's. Talk to me, bro. You, you watched one of my favorite slice of life this season. Oh, yeah. So I watched uh, what is it called? Ozumaki. Ozumaki. Yeah. Um, first things first, bro. Why didn't you tell me this shit was so good? I hate you so much. Uh, I hate him. You got to be the worst <laughs> because. I I this is giving me rent a girlfriend vibes, but like, like, like dramatic. And well, I guess rent a girlfriend was dramatic too. Yeah, but like, like better almost. I guess. I, like, and that's how I feel, which is crazy. For one, okay, I want to clear this up, listeners. I gave this recommendation to tell when it dropped multiple uh, times. I posted it on our Twitter. You can see the receipts. April 28th, <laughs> I told everybody to watch this show. This show is fantastic. Follow our Twitter at Mike Check Waifu. But this show is fantastic, man. This is a a surprise because, for one, the main character is better than Rennie Girlfriend's main character, for sure. For, for sure. sure. And then the, sure. the girls, they're like... Con artists. Yeah, they're like stressful, but not too bad, you know? They're like... They're con artists. I guess that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, they're schemers. Exactly. Well, they were schemers until they were yeah. trying not to scheme, and then they 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 fuck up. It's a it's a it's an endearing story that I just love so much so far. It's like they all so so. The big thing is is like I do like the fact they all actually like him for their own specific purposes. Yep. Um, but they have their reasons for turning him down, and like really because of their attraction to him like they're so in love with him that they they can't they have to make them want him that's what they want right mm-hmm. and it's almost kind of like a a very egotistic thing but i don't mind that so much right mm-hmm. like it's not the worst thing in the world but it's like kind of it's cute mm-hmm. uh also his like his his competition and his uh i guess his competition with some of the other with the other one guy character was really cool too yeah the fact that after watching that episode, that particular like talent show episode, I was like, yo, this shit is so good to, to come to find out that he wasn't really like a rival or anything like that. He didn't really want anything to do to hurt him. He just wanted to bring him back into into the light, which I just mm-hmm. thought was so dope. Man. I'm like, damn. Yeah. I'm like, damn. Even the supporting characters is like legit. Uh, hopefully my phone don't die because we got some questions. So I'm going to go ahead and try to read one. I thought that on the charger, too. Yeah, about to do that right now. <laughs> I did want to say though, real quick. Yeah, Ozumaki to me, if I had to rate it off just pure entertainment value, I'm I'm probably giving it like a ten for entertainment. Mm. It's definitely <laughs> entertaining. Straight. 
definitely like a, a 10 for entertainment because it's hilarious for one like 100 literally laughing out loud so uh, the reason why i wanted to bring in the question now because it kind of relates to what we're talking about right now so what is one side character that you wish had a good spinoff show and this comes from young swagatar from twitter so shout out to you at young swagatar the first time he's written into the show we appreciate you but what is one side character that you wish had a good spinoff show I man, the side, all the side characters in this show is phenomenal for one. Mm-hmm. Like every last one of them, I think, can have their own show, especially his best friend. I want to know what the fuck is going on with him and what he's about because <laughs> he's just he's just existing to like almost be in a way, but in a helpful way. That makes sense. Um, But a good, a, a good side character that deserves a good spinoff show. Let's see. Hey, don't judge me for this. You know how we feel about this show. But our boy Sukasa from Dr. Stone. I want to see his like his his life like before the the freeze. All that shit he went through cuz that little yeah. uh, that little flashback wasn't enough. Sukasa's a really good character too though. Facts. Like all the moments with him involved in the show are the best moments if we're being fair. 100%. <clears throat> Um, my choice for a side character with a really good spinoff would be Otto from ReZero. Really? Yeah. Otto just seems like a really interesting character and you can see him putting himself in a harem situation and just being like nervous about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially also because, you know, he's enchanted with that ability to like talk to like forest spirits and whatnot yeah and wildlife and shit like that another cool like if he was a main character it would Mm -hmm. be a pretty cool like you know topic or or even like just to help him out in the world in general right that's actually not a bad idea too (laughs) shit man um what about i guess everybody from that could be a good oh my god then they did that Right, like they, they, they did, but not the whole story, you know. Right, right. Everybody had their little ch- time to shine, but man, f- facts. Man, that's a good one, man. That's a good one. I'm also thinking, um, Shars from Shipwreck of Fell Night. You know, his his sister's roommate. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see his power so bad with him being able to phase in and out of shadows. I was just like, yeah, yeah. He needed his own I show. Him do <laughs> he needed his own show for sure. I need uh, I need something from um. From Astra, I need Ugar's um, side story. Why? Why did he turn out that way? Yeah. What? <laughs> like what? What became? Why he became the way he has? And they gave us a little piece, a little flashback of it. But man, I think it would have been epic to see like his, I guess, destruction. He seemed to be the only one that knew something wouldn't right. For sure. <laughs> like, it's like, yo, shit, this shit ain't seeming right. Shit ain't seeming right. I gotta, I gotta rewatch Astro just, just for the fun. All those characters are just too good, though. The facts. Facts. But also Maki, man, so far, so good. One of my favorites. Um, it, It's now uh, on, on the top of one of my list right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying it's my favorite to watch right now. I'm just saying that turning it on and not expecting anything mm-hmm. and got what I got 
not expecting anything. Like I haven't been praising it on this show. I hate you. But bro, <laughs> hear me out. I've literally been praising it. It's all I've been doing. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. Slice of life ain't my bag. Even now that I'm trying it, it's not my bag. That's true. It's that's good point. It's good point. not my bag. Hey, that's but this shit point. here, <laughs> this shit here, bro, is amazing. That, I, I was, I was dying. I was dying. <laughs> Those are really it's, good points, man. Those are really good points. Also, when uh, the one girl broke into his house, the key oh yeah, she got from, I was the key like, that she got oh. from his mother. <laughs> Or not, yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. I love it. So, um, I want to slide in another question before we move on to another show. Uh, Treesus says because the show I want to move on to is this one. So, Treesus, uh, one of our Patreon producers says, "How are y'all liking Shaman King reboot so far? I wait until it's like eight to ten episodes before he start." So I got to episode three, and. Man, it's it's definitely like a longer form shonen, uh, where they they kind of drag episodes a bit. But I will say this: this reboot is so clean with like, um, with like its moments because you know Shaman King always had those moments where they where they have the spirit outside of uh yo, and they're like they're like charging up or whatever whatever the hell it is they do with these spirits. It looks so good. <laughs> Yeah. Um and I mean, yeah, I agree. I think I think that this season cuz I, I I don't remember the first like my watch my first time watching it years ago that much, you know. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of a bit of a refresher. I'm not 100% caught up on it though. Um it feels like Dragon I, Ball Z Kai to be honest. Like, like while, it's it's cutting through all the the BS. Yeah, while there's still the BS in there it's going a lot smoother and faster where it's like more streamlined. Yeah. That's what I noticed. I mean that the first few episodes, I I think I stopped where you are too. Mm -hmm. It it seems super smooth for me as well. Like it just seemed like everything that's, that's happening. is just like, I mean, how do you say it? It, It's just on point and it doesn't really seem exaggerated or, or overextended. Yeah. I'm liking it. The problem is I just can't, I can't, watch it like i want to watch it straight through so i'm kind of appreciative that netflix decided to take it because i mean other than we got other shit we could watch right i would i think i would rather watch it when it's done and we can just hit it all at once yep and that's what i think i might do i might watch i might watch i might do what you're doing trees i might hit it let it hit 10 watch those 10 and then from there probably just wait till it's done so i think that's gonna be the play but it's so far so good, man. I think you would like it just as much as you like the OG. Probably better. Definitely better. Um, yeah, I do remember how much I hate his uh the, the girlfriend, quote unquote. Yeah. I fucking hated her, dude. <laughs> I hated her back then and I hate her now. <laughs> but why? She is the worst. Ugh. Man, I hate those pushy demanding. I'm going to be your wife because I want to be the, for ulterior motives purposes. Like I just can't stand them. Yeah. I I actually, you know, I don't mind, I don't mind pushy characters, but it's the ulterior motives. I don't rock with that at all. No, fuck that. Get out of here. You just trying to ride my coattails. And that's what I hate that shit. 
I hate that right. shit so much. Trying to ride the wrong thing. That's not what we do. <laughs> I, I, trying to ride the wrong thing. I hate him. <laughs> don't don't hate me. <laughs> you on the road tonight? Um, I, I, I got it. I ain't got no choice. <laughs> uh, since it was only a couple of shows I watched, Haji Hero, outside of uh, Osamaki, is um also great. It's uh, no. yeah, what's up? I talk about my 10 minutes with that show. Yeah, for sure. That first few minutes seemed super wholesome. Felt mad bad for our main character He's on his first date. Like yeah. he said, I was like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> first of all, he got a point there, but also like if he didn't make his he didn't make his his uh his motives known up front, which I guess is is kind of fair to her, but it also kind of sucks for him because you know, like why do I got to be super upfront every time I want to take a girl out? Mm-hmm. But it's also like, damn, bro, if you was just more upfront, like you wouldn't even made it that far to even be that hurt. Facts. But she, she shot him down. It's like, actually, I'm seeing somebody actually, ma'am. That was wild. I can't believe we even came this far. You know what and I'm saying? He found old girl on, on the street by herself. And, you know, kinda, I remember what you were saying exactly. And I'm seeing it as you saying it in my mind. When I was watching this like the first <laughs> few minutes and she come back to the home with her, with him. And she like, you know, she, she going for it. She like, you know, what you want me to do? And he's like, whatever you want, I guess, like just do it over there. I know. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I feel you, bro. It's exactly. I, I like, like, I like the energy. <laughs> like chill. No, I don't want no teenage girl. <laughs> Oh yes, man. So far, so good. It's it how you talking. It how you talking. Like, man, what the fuck? What's going on? Like, I'm on Twitter talking to Ash Strange Keith on Twitter. Like, yo, this show is crazy. <laughs> and we just like throwing out some theories and shit. And so far, so good, man. Thought that those two's been hitting. I think um, for me this week, I watched three shows because again, everything isn't out yet. Uh, yeah. The standout is definitely Osamaki this episode, only because of who they added to the mix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just about to be crazy um, but it was a good episode of Haji this time because of uh, uh, Gotoro Goto, what was her name I forget her name the boss lady met mm-hmm. uh, Chan. so that was an interesting little uh, conversation that they had because uh, shit got into real awkward territory with because they them two was left in the, in the place alone and they were talking about Obviously, our main character. So, very interesting stuff. Good show. Um, you, I know you probably didn't get around to watching it yet, but uh, the Saints' magic power is omnipotent. So, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Sorry, sorry. I gotta stop. <laughs> I'm bothered. Mike is watching Scum's Wish, and he just blew me back. Oh God! <laughs> you know it's probably. You know, he, oh, he is in the slice of life bag. Is what yeah, he said. Yep. He said he slice of life, Mike. Yep. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. But uh, the 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 Saints' magic power is omnipotent. Is it's it's such a subtle show, but bro, when you when you start watching it. I just need you to go ahead and tell me how much you love it. So what I keep seeing about it, um, that see, this is about to sound fucked, fucked up. I am not a fan of, uh, this kind of show. What kind of show is it? I don't know. Is it, is it like 
don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I'm not even gonna say it. Fuck it. <laughs> but I mean, because it is, it is more more woman centric, but uh, it's really just like mad chill. But it it raises a lot of questions. Mm. Is it like a like, picky choosy type of love situation? No, not even. Mm. So it's like, not like a reverse harem kind of deal. Not at all. Um, no, no harem. It, it doesn't feel like a harem at all. Um, it's really more about like the the main character. She is in uh, this new world, basically, all by herself. And uh, well, she's not by herself. She gets summoned to a world with another character. And they are both considered, they're both, neither, no one knows if either one of them is a saint. So they were summoned. And because both of them were summoned, the grand mage used too much magic power and basically goes into a coma and is unable to appraise which one is the saint. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just found, found out recently in the latest episode that of the two girls who were summoned, our main character, she has so much magic power that she cannot be appraised by the grand priest. Damn. So it would mean that she is probably the saint or she's just much, much stronger than him. And he's the strongest mage in their entire kingdom. Mm. But then you have the other girl who, when he appraised her, her magic power is extremely low, but she can learn anything super fast and become accustomed to those abilities. So we have the woman who can do magic and her, her magic power is, you know, basically way above anyone else. And then you have the other one who we don't know if she's a saint either because they both could be saints at this point. Right. But it's not that she has magic power. She just has the ability to learn anything super fast, but she's just not good with magic. Interesting. So like we just got that understanding in this episode. And it was like, it, it feels like because they're inducting her into the actual court now mm-hmm. that she will be heading into battle and they're going to teach her magic soon or like actual magic, like fighting magic. Like fighting, all she yeah. now is healing magic and potions, but all of her, it's really interesting. All her potions and whatnot are like 1.5 times stronger than everyone else's potions. So Damn. she could have like a cheap little regular potion that takes like one second to make. And it's like stronger than everybody's potion. Interesting. She, even if she cooks for people, her cooking gives people energy because anything she touches that has any kind of spirit imbued into it, it's just better than everyone else's because of who she is. Okay. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I like that. But I, I know I didn't really give a good explanation to it the first time I told you about it. No. But this show is, I just enjoy it, bro. It's it's better than wholesome. And I think I think if you watch it, you'll actually like it. Copy that. All right, I'll turn it on this week or for next week. Uh, plenty of time. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, you need so with all the things you watch, Ozumaki is also your standout as well. Uh, for sure, Ozumaki. That that shit was a ten for me. <laughs> it, 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 I'm just surprised at how good it was. Let's go. Okay, all right. Let's get to these questions then before we get to the second half of the show. All right. Oh my goodness, we got a lot. <laughs> we got a lot, lot, lot. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. So, where do we want to start here? Where he did the side character. All right, question from Scuba Steve. He says, uh, how long before uh, we can link tail? And then he said, also, no pot armor. No, you know what? How long can we link tail? Let's start with that one uh, first. So, 
I'll be able to link once we officially get our, our first uh, living arrangement set up. <laughs> so we got to get our actual place we're going to stay at first. And then um, once we get moved in, Steve, I got you. I'll hit you up. I'll text you or or something, bro. Clean. And he said, uh, also, no plot armor in Invincible. What's an anime where you feel that there is no plot armor for the main character? Easy. Steins Gate. Uh, you know, I was gonna say ReZero, but also I kind of feel like that ability itself is like plot armor. It just sucks. It's the worst. It's the worst possible plot armor. That's a great uh, point. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, fucking Akame got killed. Um, Trash ass show. Uh, Claymore. Um, Grimgar, fantasy and ash. No plot Grimgar armor. Grimgar has none. Uh, Made in Abyss. Oh my God! Uh, yes. Speaking of Made in Abyss, season two is finally coming, bro. I don't know how to act. Oh yeah, we, I did see that. Possibly a blend of Made in Abyss too. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Because uh, once you die, you die. Um, Thanks. God Eater. I don't know if you've seen God Eater, but yeah, everybody dies. Not not everybody, but people you don't expect to die die. <laughs> so, yeah, Witchblade. Uh, quite a few series out there that I, I saw now I'm just like yeah they just like people just die and they just yeah. like you didn't expect it to happen so with the plot armor conversation the only real plot armor in a lot of these shows come from the main popular shonen so the Black Clovers the motherfucking Fire Force uh, the One Piece One Pieces Dragon Ball Z's all those have the plot armor but anything else outside of the bleaches and shit they really don't, you know. So maybe it's just a a trope of those type of anime, like the the popular battle shonen. It could also be the growth of the anime um, writers in general, right? True. Like you can tell, anime is different now than it was years ago. Like 100%. even One Piece itself, right? Being an anime that's transcended like twenty years, basically at this point, um, it's not it's not the same as like the new right. up and coming anime, like shit changes. And, and these new writers, they're doing things entirely different. The plot armor, if there is plot armor is so thin that it almost doesn't feel like it. Right. Exactly. Which feels good, which, which is great. Cause it's evolution. Cause I'm, I'm so fucking tired of the typical, uh, typical shit. All right. Hey, let's go to kid to pro from, um, Oh, excuse me. Shit. Kate the Pro from Chaotic Culture Podcast. Shout out to you, brother. We appreciate you for writing in. He says, you have to choose one and you cannot pass. <laughs> this is easy. Would you rather cheese on a pancake or ketchup on eggs? That's the first question. It's easy. Ketchup on eggs. I do that anyway. Judge me 100%. not. Ketchup on eggs over. First of all, I've seen ketchup on eggs before. Cheese on pancakes? That shit is unheard of. Still wild. It's crazy Bash. stuff. Uh, it's question number two pancakes and two times speed bash (laughs) question number two out of the least favorite shonen characters which would you hang out with if you had no choice least favorite shonen characters oh shit who's my least favorite shonen character um I guess if I'm choosing like of the big, big shonen right now, right? Mm-hmm. I'm choosing 
has to be your least favorite though i know i'm choosing asta as my least favorite mm. Mm. fuck and even asta in my opinion is not as bad as like some other characters that i hate because asta is like the only good character in this fucking show not really the only good character but he's the only one who actually works for anything so i, <laughs> I can't even say i wouldn't i can't even say i wouldn't be mad to to chill with asta I still want to know why anti-magic sword can fly, but we ain't going to talk about that now. Um, it's the anti-magic vibrations. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, you got you to gotta pull out the, the cat book that the, the lovers of that show do once in a while. Shit, man, I don't know, man. Least, least favorite, though. I mean, my least favorite is Black Clover. I guess I'll hang out with you, no bitch ass. Mm-mm, never. Yeah. Um, I probably... Yeah, if if I had to hang out with you know, I had to learn magic just to blow his feet off or something. <laughs> I hate him. I can't stand him. Get rid of his fingernails permanently or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, our boy Simi Sensei. Simi Sensei says, uh, "Got two for y'all." He says, "Favorite." Yozakura family member for missing Yozakura family. I started reason reading because of y'all, and it's great. Yes, yes, brother, it is. That's his first question. So my favorite man. Uh, this is gonna be weird, but I like the big brother, man. You know, I was gonna say the same thing, right? Oh, really? But but hear me out. I'm not gonna choose the big brother because I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I thought I, I I just knew you was gonna be like, what? You like, yeah. No, I knew you were gonna say that. So I'm choosing um Kengo, the disguise brother. Yes, 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 disguise. <laughs> yeah. He's legit. Yeah, uh, he's legit. Yeah, because I was like, I know Polo, I know who Polo gonna pick, but I, I knew who you were gonna pick because I was like, he, the brother, the big brother stands out, right? Like, mm-hmm. he is the best assassin for a reason, and like, he's actually, even though the 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 manga itself is just funny, mm-hmm. he's a whole other level of comedic relief yeah. because. He he will try and kill him. Yes, literally. Yep. But also, like he doesn't mind putting his entire family at risk because he knows they can survive. 100%. So it doesn't matter. He's a demon. He's a straight demon too. Whole the whole time. <laughs> that's, that's the exact reason why I chose him. Uh, I love it, man. Simi, I'm glad you you liking it. It's so good. Uh, he said, "What's the best anime and manga recommendations you've got?" First question number two. Best anime recommendation I'll have to say came from Legal Overdose, and it's Grimgar. He's the one that got me hip to that, even though he doesn't watch as much anime. But he got me hip to Grimgar. And then manga, I'll have to say, uh, who was it? Nobody actually. Nobody got me into um, Love Is War. I just picked it up because I was looking for slice of life. Oh, um, one of my Twitch viewers long time ago recommended solo leveling. And I never picked it up. Um, but then I had to be reminded on Twitter to pick up solo leveling. So I'm, I'm going to go with that one. Those two are the best for me. So, um, best anime recommendation would have to be uh, Full Metal Alchemist 
because I was in college when someone recommended it to me, even though I know it had been out for years. Mm-hmm. I had always like seen it, but most of the time when it came on, as Polo knows, I'm an early, early sleeper. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was passed out most of the time when it came on. But I watched it in college, finished it in like a day and a half. And uh, at that point, it became my goat. Uh, other than that, Ash Lost in Space, Polo recommended that one to me. And uh, another great recommendation. Manga-wise, um, I'd have to say the full, not full metal, goodness gracious, the My Hero Academia manga. Mm. One, of the best, one of the best mangas I've ever read. And then also one that I think most people just shouldn't skip, One Piece. One Piece, even though I know it's a shit ton of chapters, there's just so many moments in that manga that's really good. And I right. feel like if you if you read it, you don't have to deal with all the bloat of having to watch 10-minute recaps every episode literally five minutes of an episode and then the rest is recap it's fucking ridiculous uh shit all right hey another one of our producers the shibibble aka aaron says a couple of questions this week what are your thoughts on catchphrases in anime that's his first one okay uh this one of the ones i took notes for okay yeah he says do y'all find them endearing annoying or somewhere in between so it depends on the uh the catchphrases, right? Like uh let's say tuturu. Aha, uh-huh, you hated that. <laughs> like <laughs> yes, but also towards the end it was like, no, I want to hear it more. Mm-hmm. Facts. <laughs> like <laughs> I-, I want to hear it more. Okay. Oh man. That's um, good. but then you- not like the Omwaido Shinderu. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh everyone loves that. Like it's hard you'll be hard pressed to even even hear that and not know what it means. Mm-hmm. Or not even not know what it means, but have never heard it before. Um Naruto's believe it. Yes. I like, like that's one I actually like. I love believe it. Yeah. Um and actually I was thinking about like, damn, that shit did not transcend really into Naruto Shippuden. Like it probably came up like two, maybe three times, but he was saying, believe it every other episode in, in Naruto. Yeah. Cause I mean, yeah, it, it got to the point where he was just trying to prove it at that point. Yeah. And, and then, then you got, go ahead, go ahead. So for Naruto, it, it went from believe it to, you know, and that's, oh, what, yeah. that's what I, I kind of was like, okay, it's, it's kind of annoying, but also very endearing because of that story with him and his mother. That got me every single time I watched it <laughs> every single time right like when she um, said it I was like oh shit <laughs> and then you got uh, Garan Lagan um <laughs> shout out to Aaron from Black Anime uh who the uh, hell do you think I am oh my gosh uh, that shit is hard um and I'm All not right. saying it's hard it's just it was just good okay bro. so Rook well, let's uh <laughs> uh, we just named a bunch of our favorites um, and then he says this also may be directed at tail but what do you prefer reading or watching an arc first currently uh, it depends on one of two things right now I would much rather read My Hero Academia because this the anime for whatever reason just ain't hitting for me but me and Polo and I are agreeing on the same things when we watch them so it's, I don't think it's just like me, I just think that they're handling it wrong. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm saying I prefer a manga arc over the anime arc because the manga is just landing better for me. 
Yeah, I think I would have preferred to uh, watch the Attack on Titan arc instead of reading it. Um, reading it, I cared less. Uh, I think watching it, I probably would have cared a little bit more, even though I still probably wouldn't care as much. <laughs> yeah, but, until they rewrite that ending to make it better. I, yeah, I mean, the ending's fine. I, I'm fine with the ending. But again, then again, I don't care as much about these characters as everybody else did. So yeah. I guess that's the major difference. But yeah, no, it does it. Catchphrase is a good one because that's something we'll never think about until like you hear. You know what catchphrase I can't stand though? Which one? Fucking Ostas. What's this catchphrase? I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be the wizard. Yep, yeah, I fucking hate it. I'm so tired of it. I'm gonna be the Hokage. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing, man. But <laughs> I heard I'm gonna be Hokage way less than I heard Wizard King, and there's 300 more episodes. Right. I can't stand it. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's see all. Let's see. Great question so far. Hey, we got two more questions. Uh, we got yeah, two more questions from so very unrelated storyteller librarian. She says, "Uh, what's the best magical girl anime?" That's one. Uh. So the only ones I actually like are Madoka, Madoka Magica and Sinful Gear. And I have to say Sinful Gear has better sound design just overall. But uh, Madoka Magica, yeah, that shit was great. And So I'm going to give it to Madoka Magica. As you know, so very unrelated. Polo don't do with the magical girl. So I'll leave that to tell. Was there one that I watched, though? There was one that was extremely dark. I don't think it was considered a magical girl, but these girls were like playing this card game. Um, and it was real dark. Like if you lost, you got transformed into the card and then used mm-hmm. by other players. And then the winner of the entire, like it was like this tournament game thing. And the winner of this tournament uh, got to make a wish of anything they wanted, like anything whatsoever. And I think the the girl... Uh, either won or lost or something like that or came close to losing or winning something like that it was real good though real good now, now hear me out Madoka Magica is like 10 times darker than that <laughs> <laughs> oh see I, I don't know because I'm again I don't watch it so. I know I know I'm, I'm just saying it, it's way darker than that but I, I know I want to kind of see it's car, was that, that's not card captor that's something else I don't know I somebody on Twitter will let us know let us know when you hear this. Uh, another question she has is, uh, what anime duo has the best, most evenly matched rivalry? Ooh, what a good question. I mean, we could, I, I guess we could quite literally say like uh, Sasuke and Naruto. Yeah. Naruto and Sasuke yeah. Because they literally both lost an arm. <laughs> and I do also sometimes. That fight I think is so that, underrated, by the way. Yeah, I agree, that but also I think I think Naruto really could have handled him if he wanted to kill him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Naruto, even though he said he wasn't holding back, I think I think Naruto held back because Naruto like, right? to kill him. Yeah. I, I, after after seeing what Naruto could do in like Boruto, well, we don't. He, he didn't know he could do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, clearly it took some time, but it's also just like, come on, bro. Yeah, he could have handled Sasuke if he wanted to. Straight up. <sighs> But who else? Evenly matched rivalry. That's the part that gets me with this question. Evenly matched. 
it's not really many evenly matched rivalries like Goku and Vegeta. Vegeta can't seem to be evenly matched with Goku, even though Goku's never beaten Vegeta either, though. And they never beaten each other. That's correct. That is true. But the only time Vegeta had the upper edge was, was Majin Vegeta. He was a badass then too. <laughs> I mean, he was always a, he was always a badass. I just like the fact that he let himself get controlled to be like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna kill, I'm gonna kill Kakarot, and he just <laughs> he still didn't really get controlled. That's how badass Vegeta was. Goodness gracious, that character. Um, evenly matched man. This is tough. Rivalry. Uh, Pokemon ain't got any. No, because Gary beat Ash all the time. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. No, because no. Yu-Gi-Oh beat Kaiba. <laughs> uh, like a lot, too. Relentlessly. <laughs> he he Zodiac his ass. Come on, yeah. bro. The heart First of episode. Right. He drew he drew all all five pieces in the first hand. Never on, did right. he draw all five pieces in the first hand. Kaiba was about to get in that ass too. Uh pause. Um <laughs> That's a great question. That's a great question. I, th- I do think the Naruto and Sasuke one is probably the best one because uh, who else has a rivalry, right? Like, I yeah. mean, yeah, because oh, because it, it, it you could say like Deku and, and, and Ichigo. That's that's not even. <laughs> that's not that's not even Dude, true. Ichigo with, with the power that he fought Aizen with, I think with body. Oh my god, it'll be. Then, Literally, the entire universe. He will literally erase him from the manga page. It doesn't like it's crazy. Yeah, just go to the right. Like, hey, look, I don't think this character's <laughs> supposed to be here. True. He, right, right. You're right. You're too strong for me to even let them show up here. What were you about to say before I rudely interrupted? Nope. <laughs> Gone. I remember it. Gone. Sorry. <laughs> uh, she also has another side note. Um, when is the next watch along? Like when you guys did Bleach and Yu Yu Hakusho. Uh, now, I've actually been thinking about this a little bit. And it's it's hard to think about which one to do. But I think also that we have two really big choices. And one of them, I think, because we are really big Naruto fans here, that I think it would be kind of dope to do a Naruto watch um, yeah. with the pot. It's just so many episodes, you know? Yeah. Or we can... We can commit to our promise to our boy Treezus and watch Soul Eater. Please. Oh, yeah, I would happily. Yeah, yeah it could be Soul Eater. It might be Soul Eater or it could be Gintama, but that's even more episodes than Naruto. So, mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Soul Eater, you watched already. Gintama, neither one of us watched. We might have to do another poll to figure out which one of those we're we going to watch. Uh, Put it up after this episode. Go ahead. Copy that. Should it be between those two or should we add a third? Um, nah, let's keep it simple. Those two. All right. I'm gonna put it on the uh, Facebook page too. Copy that. Let's go to our boy at underscore Rob Dre, one of our Patreon supporters. He says, Oh yeah, he always brings the heat with these questions, so I love him. He says, uh, what was y'all first gaming console? Um Mine's was a Sega Genesis. If I'm going off my personal 
like personal purchases? Well, I guess we could just do both of them, like personal pur- purchases and the first game console we actually played. So mine was the Super Nintendo because my mom had it for Zelda. That was the only game mm-hmm. she ever wanted to play. Um, <laughs> and then the one I bought myself was the PlayStation 3. So, because I got a 360 for Christmas. So, I kind of got a couple different ones here because my mom bought me, uh, I don't know if y'all remember this, but the Game Boy Advance SP. Oh, yeah. I guess what, what was the first one we got that was bought for us? So, that was the first that, one for you? Well, no, that's not the first one that was bought for us, but um, that I, I, my mom got me one, but I also bought the limited edition red one. So, I had a blue one. And I bought mm. a limited edition red one with my allowance money. <laughs> so <laughs> that was the first one I bought with my own money. And then after that, I think I bought a PlayStation 3 just like you. Yeah. Uh, the the first one my mom got for me that was for me and not like my brother or anything like that was the GameCube. Because my brother got the PlayStation like in 99 or whatever it was. And when I tell y'all, Polo loved his GameCube. Man, listen, we used to bring it out. <laughs> we used to bring it outside in the patio, and play some, play some Smash, some Pinkman. Polo was the only one. Like he got me hip to Pikmin. I, I was like, <laughs> why would anyone play this fucking game? The game bro? was legit, man. The game was sick. Polo, he had the Pikmin running. I was like, let's <laughs> go, bro. Oh man. Okay, another Rob J question it says, "Who's smarter, Ooh, Lelouch or Light?" Uh. So, so you never finished Kogias. No, why would I? Why would you say that? You finished it. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Why would you say that? I thought you didn't finish it. Don't don't disrespect me like that. <laughs> um, you want to give your answer first? Or you want me to give my answer? I think. I think Lelouch is smarter because I think, he had to. Ahead. He had to command militaries. He had to fight wars. And that strategic power. Oh, should I say strategic right the first time and the second time? Let's go. That's what I hate that word. That's one of those words I fuck up on all the time. But yeah, he, he had to fight wars and, and the way he maneuvered around battlefields was in fucking sane. So light. He just uh, had to dodge the cops. Here's my perspective. <laughs> I think that. Lelouch is the better strategist 100%. Like, if it came down to making a plan that's long term, mm-hmm. 100% Lelouch wins every single time. Mm-hmm. But I think on the fly, like, if you just had to make a quick decision and make sure it's the right decision, Light is on point with quick decisions. Lelouch had to do that too, though, even quicker, right? Because there was times where he, he was about to get, I guess he was saved a couple of times, though. Yeah, he was saved a couple of times. A couple of times were not; those were not in, within his his mental grasp. But yeah. I mean, I still think Lelouch overall, his grand scheme picture, like his his overall vision, he basically succeeded. And I think that's what makes yeah. Lelouch the more strategic one because Lelouch succeeded, whereas Light did not. Nope. Else of depths. <laughs> Oh my God. And this is probably my favorite question Rob has ever asked us ever. He says, what is an album that you can play all the way through with zero skips? Oh, what a good question, man. There's, there's two. 
there's um graduation Kanye West and there's uh nothing was the same by Drake those two albums I, I don't skip anything <sighs> it's kind of hard for me so number one for me would be uh Man on the Moon mm, that's a good one um and probably number two would be Channel Orange. Ooh, Channel Orange is eight. Yeah, that's another one, dude. <laughs> that is another one. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I didn't. I never skipped anything on that one. Damn, that's a good Channel one. Orange, that whole thing was a, was a vibe, bro. Straight up. Straight up. Damn. We knocked out all the questions. Let's go. We Thank appreciate all the questions. We needed them. Facts. We appreciate y'all so much. Shout out to y'all for asking the questions. Uh, if I missed it, I don't think I missed anybody. Yeah, no, that's it. All right. Shout out to uh, Slice of Life, Mike, for, uh, for disrupting the show a little bit. With <laughs> me finding out that he's watching Scum's Wish right now. That's crazy. What did he, say? <laughs> he was just saying something about the teacher in Scum's Wish. Oh goodness! Oh yeah, it's, that's one I never finished. I gotta finish. Oh, you have to fucking finish Scum's Wish. I'm glad I look with Scum's Wish. Oh my god, it's 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 a must watch for anybody that's not in the slice of life. It it change it'll change you. So All we right. got eighty questions. All right, we are going to now get to know my check waifu waifu, where one of us rolls the random number generator, the other reads the question associated with that number. It's my turn to roll the random number generator. So I'm trying to read the questions. So 80 questions. What we get, what we get. 57. If money was no object, what would you do all day? Man. Stream video games, man. If I didn't have to pay bills, I would be a full-time streamer. Uh, I mean... I would agree, but probably still not even, I wouldn't even do that full time. I would be like a, a traveler. Like, I guess I would want to stream that too, though, if we being real, yeah, 100%. like I, I'd want to travel. I just want to go out and just live life, bro. Like see what real freedom is like, because that's really what freedom is. It's like, mm-hmm. you just go out and do whatever and you not have to worry about like, Oh, I got to go to work in the morning. Right. I don't like people. So I ain't doing that. But I would travel right. to like vacation and shit. But that's what I'm saying. You just know. To vac- like I would take a vacation from streaming. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just go places. Polo, Polo, the kind of person like where streaming become his job. Yep. He go on vacation, take his computer with him and stream there. <laughs> I don't care <laughs> if I don't make any money streaming. I would just, it would be just my job. <laughs> like, uh, that's what I want to do. But then I'll go to like fucking Tokyo whenever I want to. And stream there. Mm-hmm. Just walk around streaming. Uh, okay. Well, we're gonna take this quick break, and when we come back, we are going to review Invincible using the Pat and My Check Waifu Waifu scale. So this is different because this is not an anime, but it still pertains to our scale. So we're gonna get right to it right after this.
And welcome back to episode 99 of My Check Waifu Waifu. As always, it's brought to you by DontTalkShop.com. Make sure you visit DontTalkShop.com. Use that offer code Waifu15 to save 15% off your entire order. Uh, Bro, we are going to review a cartoon using a My Check Waifu Waifu anime scale. It's so, different. Clearly a super popular uh, cartoon too, but... Yes. Yeah. So what we we decided to do, shout out to Philip J. Woodward for giving us the idea to review uh, Invincible um, because it's it's two weeks removed from the season finale. Um, it's settled in. It's settled down. We got to marinate with it a little bit. And now we're going to review it. The way our review works, we're going to review Invincible. The way our review works is that we rate five categories using a 20 point scale. That 20 point scale is one, 1.5, two, 2.5, all the way up into 10. Those five categories that we rate individually are animation, sound design, pacing, plot, and characters. Once we rate all of those categories, we then combine those scores into one overall score for each person and then combine each person's score into an overall My Check Waifu Waifu score. So with that being said, this is the review. Starting with animation. What did you think of Invincible's animation? Uh, no glaring issues to me. It just wasn't like, I guess we're used to watching anime, which always seems to have significantly higher quality uh, Facts. animation. So to me, I have to give it a seven out of 10. Yeah. Uh, for me, it wasn't even, it wasn't much special, right? Like it wasn't anything to write home about like cartoons. They're relatively stiff. There were some moments though that looked really, really cool. Uh inside like the, the flying through the town. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I guess also when you say I think about that that train scene, that that had to be Right. Um but for me it was it wasn't it was about a seven as well, which isn't bad, but it isn't that great either. <laughs> Um, it's above average. Definitely above average for sure. What was your favorite animated part in the entire series? Um, it was one. I mean, it was that whole final episode because the train scene, and then when he was beating down his son, uh, Omni Man was beating down his son. Like just how overall everything looked mm-hmm. was like ridiculous, but also uh. Every scene of them like getting thrown through the town and like them actually flying around. I know it was like slight CGI, but it actually, I guess because it was a cartoon, it felt better, like placed better than it would in an anime. If you get what I mean. Yeah. Um, It's going to kind of be hard to get out of the mindset of. um, Get out of the mindset of anime, you know? Because it's a cartoon, right. like it's significantly different to um, to just regular anime. So for me, I think um, I think a seven is about right, though. Even taking that into consideration, you know what I mean? Yeah. What was your favorite animated scene, though? My favorite animated scene was probably the fight between him and the uh, uh, the cyborg. That was like extremely interesting to me. Uh, the way they like, I guess, 
the way he was losing that fight. <laughs> if that, if that makes sense. Beating him down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was kind of fucking him up, which was super interesting because um it was uh it was beautiful. <laughs> it looked good. Yeah. Cause the background actually moved well. That's a lot of that's a, my main issue with this show though. A lot of the background seemed really off. It was static for you. Yeah, super static for me. And that's that's what I couldn't do. All right. Moving on. Let's move on to the sound design uh, of Invincible. Now, the sound design includes the soundtrack, composition, sound effects, and how well they tied it to the visuals. Um. All right. So you want to leave with this one? Yeah. So it. for sound design for me, the soundtrack was fucking fire, man. And it probably is because it's it was music- more akin to what I like, like the slow R&B with a little bit of like, you know, a beat to it, but uh, with, with a nice soft, like soft rock they have in there too would, would be extremely dope. And in the moments that those, um, like those tracks came in were just beautiful, perfectly uh, timed with whatever was going on. Rather, if it was like a slow moment or just a scene transition, it flowed extremely nicely. As far as the sound effect goes, they were fucking deadly, bro. It was the the squishes and the squashes and the <laughs> right, and it just just the punches had so much impact. I I enjoy the sound quality of this show probably uh, second to anything else. Um, for me, the sound design gets an eight point five. So um, I agree with everything you said. Uh, the sound design to me was amazing. Uh, I'm not, I won't say amazing, but it, it was one of the better parts of the show, musicality wise. Uh, the actual impact of how everything happened in the show, mm-hmm. the when people fly by, that kind of stuff, all of it just really synchronized. I think that's what American cartoons do very well. Yes. Because you will see sometimes in anime, the sound design just isn't like up to par or up to what you think it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and this consistently seemed like it was above par. Fact. So I gave it a nine. Nine. Okay. All right. Sweet. Okay. So now the best part of the show to me, we're going to go on to the, uh, to the pacing. Now the pacing consists of, uh, episode to episode strength and continuity, how well the story was developed and it unfolded as the series went on. Okay, so um, pacing for me in this show, we talked about it before, especially in comparing to like Yasuke. They did the the timing of everything in this show very, very well. Mm-hmm. How, how everything hit and synchronized was uh, on point. Um, probably one of the best parts about it is that nothing just seemed out of place. Like when, they, when something happened, it seemed like there was correlation to everything uh, in like a chain reaction, like a domino effect where things happened. So, uh, pacing for me, very simple, straightforward. It's a nine. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, pacing was probably some of the best I've seen in a very long time. There were 45 minute episodes. Didn't feel like it whatsoever, like at all. Um, they didn't have a lot of downtime to where I felt bored or I was, where I was wanting moment to moment action 
times where I was like checking the time to make sure the episode wasn't about to end when I still had like 35 minutes left. I was excited. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, watching them like just a moment to moment action and, and the, the story played, I was uh, paced extremely well. Um, for me, I'm going to go 9, 9.5. For me, it's a little bit higher. You know, um, for Polo to play something that high for pacing. It was real good, man. It That means, so Polo could have watched that. If he would have watched that week to week, he'd have been Saudi is what that means. Mm, which, he'd have been mad. He'd have been mad. He'd have been like, I want more. That's that's a good <laughs> point because I watched it all the way through until the final episode dropped. So. He'd have been like, no, I need more. <laughs> no, dude, it was too. Everything's happening perfectly. Yes, it was just, it was like a long movie. I enjoyed every bit of it. Yeah. All right. Next up is the plot. Now, the plot entails the overall story and how well it was written, how well the uh, story resonated with us as the viewer. Hmm. So uh, the plot is my favorite part of the story. Okay. Uh, and I'm not a big superhero fan. Um, I'm not a big superhero fan, but the plot of this, of this sh- show in general just really resonated a lot with me in terms of like overall the main character, like the main character being like who we would assume is Superman, but also not being who we actually thought he was just was overall a really good concept to me uh, obviously people have always been wondering what if superman was a bad guy how would mm-hmm. that play out that's exactly what this is i love seeing and i mean monique my wife she thinks that i love villains which is true i do love villains a but good villain a good villain and i think that omni man is a villain with the proper kind of like willpower and conviction but also has been introduced to a new stimulus in his life that makes him see things differently, even though he wants to be what he originally was. He's like a, he's like a Vegeta, but like different. So that's, that's characters though. What about the plot? No, no, know? I'm saying he's one of the characters. Like I'm saying this about the plot of how the story goes, like how they develop that whole character in the plot. I think the plot itself is a 9.5. Okay from Invincible not really being Invincible getting his ass kicked all the time (laughs) to going to like they are actually at the wrong planet for all these years trying to figure out who is actually the protector of this planet against the Viltrumites when actually it's It's already been there he's already been there doing his thing interesting uh uh, plot was cool it was really really cool sometimes I have to go back to like the definition of of our review right the overall story and how it felt it was written um there were some pieces of it that wasn't written too well uh because what made Omni Man say I'm gonna do this right now I guess it was when he knew that Mark yeah, he was about to get that, his power, right? 
Yeah, once his son got his powers, he said it like that. Yeah, he decided that's true. That it was time for him to get back into action. Never mind. Okay, he was just waiting for his son to get the power so they could do it together. Never mind. That's not a plot hole. Um, there. Yeah, man, the story is better than I thought. <laughs> I, I still, I still feel like it just some about it didn't gel with me well. But the problem is, is it wasn't like it was major, right? Like there was the romance part that was understandable and that that whole plot situation was completely understandable, viable, believable. Mm-hmm. Um, even though we didn't agree with it, we still think it was definitely tangible to happen to a 17 year old kid. Um, I, I just recently saw it on time. Everybody was mad at him. And I'm just like, no, no, he's he a child. His identity with his girlfriend of four or five months, even though he should have, because of who the, the type of girl she was, he was strong enough to take it and not be a snitch about it and tell the world. How, how he's supposed to know that. How he's know? supposed to know that. Exactly. So it's like, damned if he do, damned if he didn't type of situation. As a 17-year-old exactly. kid, um, see, look at us talking about that plot. It's a nod for me. <laughs> Polo upgraded the plot on the spot. <laughs> like, all right, it was, it was, uh, was going to be between an 8.5 and a 9, but Nine is definitely where it falls for sure. Characters, uh, characters consist of reliability, overall development, and growth of the characters, and how memorable were they? Everybody was fucking memorable. <sighs> what's uh, what's Mark's best friend name? William. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> they were all spectacular. Every character. I love his mom so much. Mm-hmm. His mom was, was grounded. Uh, very realistic. Even though she had a Superman of a human husband or Superman of a husband. Like when she was trying to talk sense into him. Yep. Like, you no, know. but she wasn't stupid either. Like she's like, yo, I, I know when something ain't right because I've been with this man for 30 years 30 years so like i know when something ain't ain't going right and she was she was fantastic mark was probably no amber was definitely my least favorite amber was was the least favorite yeah mark was probably my second least favorite and i liked him a lot still you know and the and it wasn't like he wasn't likable or relatable because he was I just had to keep going back to a 17 year old mindset and I'm like, fuck all this shit makes sense. But I just wouldn't, a 17 year old with new powers, you know, he's basically like, like, he's like Deku, but like not Deku, not much of a cry baby. (laughs) (laughs) That's Tell's least favorite excuse. Not not necessarily. For Deku, I, I'll let y'all I'll let y'all call Deku a crybaby, but that boy is really like, you know, living that that horrible life. He's a child, man. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> like that's that's what I feel about that crybaby term. But these characters, man, back to these characters. Um you know what I loved about this this too? What's that? My my dude Machine Head was voiced by one of my favorite T V actors, Jeffrey Donovan from Burn mm-hmm. Notice. Uh, also, oh, that sound design for that too. Goodness yeah, gracious, how they good. did his voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, it was he's like just a beast actor too. 
So yeah, it, the, the voice acting itself was good, but the the filter they threw over it with the in and out, and then like he yeah. was like pitching and pitching high and low, and then like I was like, yo, they did the fuck out this voice, bro. Like that's where you got to throw in the voice for sound design mm-hmm. because that was it. That was creative as hell too. Cool. Um, what character didn't you like the most? Besides Amber, obviously. Um, yeah, Amber. Uh, what's his name? The the black superhero dude. I mean, and I guess really, I can't even say I didn't like him because I think his reasoning was solid. Mm-hmm. But I do think that like when he came at a kinetically charged dude at the end, Rex Rex Blow, um at the end when they were like, "No, we earned this. I'm gonna wipe this off," and they all kind of jumped at him. And they came together. He's like, now nah, we're a team. And he started helping. I was like, nah, bro, you only did that because you was about to get beat up. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> he was about to get body bagged. I didn't like but, Rex at all. Yeah, but I think that's what he was meant to be. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, he was written to not be liked. Yeah, facts. I, just, I didn't I think, like his power. I didn't like his attitude. I didn't like his voice acting. I didn't like none of that shit. <laughs> I, I did like his power, though. I just think that the way... Because I think there's better demonstrations. Like, if he could take anything and kinetically charge it and then make it explode. I think there's a lot of really cool concepts to that. Like if he touch you in your clothes, he can just make your clothes explode. That's cool and all, but I still hate him. <laughs> I hate him too. I agree. <laughs> Characters for me get an eight. I actually wrote the same thing. Eight. All right. And with that being said, since we have a new, like we literally have like a review scale system that does all the math for us we don't have to tangibly rant anymore so with that being said animation we both gave that a seven sound design we i gave it an 8.5 tail gave it a nine pacing i gave it a 9.5 tail gave it a nine plot i gave it a nine tail gave it a 9.5 characters we both gave it an eight which leaves my overall score as an 8.4 tail overall score is an 8.5 and the overall score for mike check waifu waifu Invincible is 8.45. Mm, so so what you think? Is that our first non-anime review? First non-anime review? Mm, I mean, it did pretty good. Yeah, no, 8.45 puts it right above Bungo Stray Dogs. Under Darwin's Game, Made Abyss, Steins Gate, Erased, Beastars, Demon Slayer, <laughs> Vinland Saga, Grimgar, Promise Neverland, Fire Force, uh, my team romantic comedy series and Clannad. I oh, think with and that, then Astro Lost in Space number one, obviously. I think with that pacing though, it kind of deserves that spot because yeah, hundred percent. That pacing alongside everything else really put that show in like a amazing spot. One hundred percent. And with that, that'll wrap. All right. So we just finished with our invincible uh, review. It was the eight point four for Polo, eight point five for me. Putting at an eight point four five. Goodness, our first non anime review, and it went that good. Yeah. Who would have thought? Get to know Mike. Check waifu waifu. Hey, listeners, what would y'all do if you could just? My name was no option. What would you do all day? Um, <laughs> also, we talked about uh, before our break. Talked about what albums can you listen to all the way from front to back, from you know all the way through. Which ones do you have for us? We have we gave y'all ours. Let us know what you think about it. Light versus Leluch. Who is the smarter genius? I think we both agree really Leluch in the end. Uh, what was the first game console you bought for yourself or someone else bought for you? Polo and I both got a PS3 for our first personal console we bought. 
as well as Polo got a GameCube and my first personal blog console was probably a Super Nintendo, something like that. Um, we also, we had some great questions. Shout uh, out to y'all. We appreciate right. every last one really, of you. Really good questions. But outside of the questions, we also talked about uh, Saints, Magic Powers, Omnipotent, Hagihiro, Shaman King Reboot, Osamaki. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Stand out of the week. Yeah. And also, we made sure to let everyone know that cheese on pancakes is not as good as ketchup on eggs. <laughs> and I appreciate y'all for listening to my day. Uh, this is my final day, uh, final full day in uh, Florida. And tomorrow will be Texas bound. So this is the last podcast episode where Tell myself will be here in Texas. Let's go. Thank you. Let's go. I am at Polo Born Fly on all social media. I am at King Teliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram. And as always, Mike, Mike, Mike Check. Check. You're now tuned into Mike Check Waifu Waifu.